What up, everyone? It's Saturday. A nice warm Saturday. Beautiful. Once. It's like four or five degrees outside. Snow is melting. In uh, in Canadian terms, that's actually pretty hot for all you yeah, American people. Yeah, four degrees Celsius. Four degrees so Celsius. Not Fahrenheit. Celsius. Essentially, it's uh, it's hoodie weather outside, man. Yeah, yeah. No? You, you can wear your sweats, your Adidas sweats, or your Nike Tech sweats, and nice hoodie. Even wear the fitted. You don't even need to wear the toque today. You can rock the fitted. I say you can wear a fat farm tracksuit. <laughs> I pulled out the sneakers last night too, man. It was beautiful, man. I think I have a fat farm sna- um, tracksuit somewhere, still somewhere. I think, yeah, at home I have one in my closet. No, I, fuck, I don't have a fat farm. Fat farm. Like a, shit. I was actually talking about this the other day with one of my friends. You know, like the baby fat fat farm and like, like how like the juicy couture and all that shit. I just how like ridiculous those tracksuits looked. Hey, mine was all suede. I the velour. <laughs> no, it wasn't suede. It was velour. velour. Yes, velour. That's the one I had. Yeah. I had all velour. Oh man, that, that thing was silky smooth. Yo, we we had the worst, like the best worst style. <laughs> Yo, six XLTs. <laughs> the franchise boy started that. Oh man, shout out my boy Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> hey, he's a living legend. Cause of Donk, he kissed me through the phone. Shout out to Keem, cause I know he hates them. He hates Soldier Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> but I know he go love that. Yeah. Yeah, she got a dump. Let's introduce let's dump. introduce the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast, your weekly dose of two homies just kicking back, shooting the shit, and trying not to piss you guys all off. So it's called Don't Be Mad. So don't be mad, please. <laughs> <laughs> this week, it's a really nice week, man. You know the weather started to warm up. Yeah, weather's good. You know, Right now, today, like we were saying, it's uh, four degrees Celsius. It's beautiful. You know, the snow's melting. You can go outside in a nice light hoodie. Feel good. Get the nice cool breeze against your skin. And it's still January, too, so which is good. Yeah. Because we had a couple of Januaries and Februaries where it's, you know. It's well, like, considering bad. how brutal the end of December and beginning of January was, where you're just experiencing minus 25 degrees Celsius and below, it was like, geez, thank God we got this turnaround. Yeah. I always say, if we can keep our negatives in the single digits, it's going to be a good winter. Yeah. But let's start the show. What are you talking about today? Uh, today, we got, a lot, we got a lot of good topics, man. We got a lot, a lot of good topics. But we're going to start off with what had Twitter blowing up last week, the sex bots. <laughs> the sex bots? Look, look, look. Ladies, let me just put it like this. For so long, you have been saying men are trash. And you know what? With all the stories that were coming out for Me Too, I completely understand and I agree. So, men, we just got to buy ourselves some sex bots and leave these women alone. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw the sex bot that they're putting out. They're calling it the ThoughtBot 5000. You know, that, the that's, what, bot that's 5, what the, the Twitter streets were calling it, the ThoughtBot <laughs> 5000. Because, man, them silicone yeeks were popping. You know what I'm saying? But real talk, if, if that's how they're building the robots now... Shit, I might, I might have to invest. <laughs> He's got these girls out here worried. <laughs> oh, no, no, this is good for the women, man. This is good for the women. Women just want to enjoy themselves. You know, they, they don't want to be harassed by men all the time. And men, you know, we, we don't want to put anybody in compromising positions. So so now we just get the sex bots. Get the thought bot 5,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now if we react to anything, it's like sexual harassment to anything. Look, like, they come say, in say, all heights, all shapes and sizes. You can get the ones that can speak, which I wouldn't get that one because why, why would I want to talk to a sex bot? <laughs> I mean, it's a sex bot. What if it wasn't a sex bot? Would you, if, and you have the option to make a girl if she can speak or not, what would you pick? <laughs> Mute. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> if I want to talk to a woman, I will talk to an actual woman. No, I'm talking an actual woman. If you had the choices, to oh, an, you... a- an actual. <laughs> yes. She. Well, he gave you. He gave you the answer there. If he has to debate it, if he has to debate it, <laughs> I have... mean, <laughs> if you have to debate it, that the answer is right there. <laughs> but I say this as a bit of a less social person. Who... <laughs> wow, that's the nice way of cleaning it up. <laughs> Who personally enjoys his alone time, I would thoroughly enjoy more quiet time. And I'll leave it at that. 
Oh boy, I'm not. I'm not helping you with this one, but okay. I don't need no help. <laughs> <laughs> we getting the thought part out here, bruh. Yeah, man. He's. I and I, I was. I was. I was watching like the the, um, the sex ball. Uh, the sex ball that they have. I'm like, huh. Now you have to think to yourself like, would I? Should I? Hey, look. But the hey, prices is too much. I'm like, uh seven k for peace of mind. <laughs> no. That's like that's like paying for like porn star quality. Um, sex. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Look, seven thousand. Nah, can't do it. You, you put seven thousand down. Lifetime warranty. You know what I'm saying? You could get her custom built the way you want her. <laughs> it's literally your perfect woman, just minus the the humanity. <laughs> and look, women, they have male sex bots too. They made the fuck boy five thousand. So I mean, <laughs> y'all got that too. So it, you got the thought bot and the, and the fuck boy. So the Drake like, model. <laughs> I mean, sh- shit. Y'all Drake love you some Drake. I mean, if you want to get the one that talks, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he just shakes his hand and has a get like, it custom made like to his, look like Drake. His line like has his, his line um his line up all the way to his eyebrows. You know, you, you put some <laughs> Marvin's room on in the background. Bing bang boom! It comes in the box. You're good to go, ladies. Everybody's winning. Everybody's winning. How come women, women were more worried today, this week, compared to, <laughs> compared to the... No, I, I think this is the greatest situation for all of us. I think guys don't care about about a, a girl having a sex bot well, or whatever. No, of course not. But girls care. <laughs> Open her drawer that sits right beside her bed right now and tell me what you see, okay? Like, come on. You know, we, we got pocket pussy and all of a sudden, like, we, we were getting attacked for that shit. Cause uh, women, they they uh, they judge themselves. Like, I'm losing out to him from a Don't judge robots? me when you see a human sized box coming out my doorstep. All right, mind your business. Well, guys, they say there's discreet delivery. So yeah, this, <laughs> the box is discreet, but I mean the size of it. Let's be honest here; it's going to be a pretty big box. <laughs> I'm not getting no fucking five foot two bot. I'm six five. <laughs> She's got to be at least five nine. Oh, yeah. at least. Oh god, the sex bot thing was hilarious, man. All I saw was women. how much bubble wrap that is. <laughs> I'd have a field day. A lot of women were. All, all I just remember is a lot of women getting scared, angry, making up excuses. And oh like, man, all I know is it, it was fun times on the timeline. You know, until the fun police came along and. You know, all these women being like... The fun oh, police? That's what you call them? The fun police. That's what we call them when they come through and start interjecting with their think pieces. And they're, all y'all broke. Y'all y'all can't afford no sex bot. You're going to be shocked when you see who can afford them some sex bot. <laughs> telling you they broke. They just didn't want to buy nothing. <laughs> you think he's just buying Jordans? From, you think you think those are his last Jordans? No, he saved up for those Jordans. He's probably going to spend... He was splitting all- them bills so he could get that thought bot. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Saving all that Jordan, those Jordan monies for for that uh, that robot. I'll sell me a couple Jordans if I can get me a thought bot. <laughs> she, oh man, got me fucked up out here. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. These, these damn robots. But uh, yeah, hey, man, the, the, this was the one futurist friendly thing I thought came out of it. You know, like Sophia had me scared because she was talking about kill all humans on some Ultron shit. You know, then they they brought the thought bot. And I was like, you know what? I I, I think technology is going in the right direction. Sophia with the thought bot. Uh, uh, Do not put Sophia's mind in my thought bot. Let me tell you <laughs> that right now. Last thing I want to be doing is smashing some silicone pooms, and then all I hear is, "Kill all humans." You know how soft I'm gonna get in that moment? <laughs> Actually, probably not. I'll still finish. But you know how fucked up that's gonna be? <laughs> oh man! Scare the shit out of me. Like so, you know, the pussy just clamp up on me, and I can't move. <laughs> Wait, the, the robot becomes self-aware now? Oh, man, I ain't, I ain't risking it. <laughs> I ain't risking it. Don't put no CPU in my sex bot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just put the motor in it. Just put the motor. I need that pussy to be yanking, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh, let's move along before we lose everybody. <laughs> the female audience is like, I can't stand him. These goddamn chauvinists. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything. I just, I just gave a commentary this time look, because look, I've, what? I've, I've been put on probation for like years. For if people don't know this, I used to make fun of uh, no sizable women. No, no, 
No. Back in the no, day. So no, I stopped. No, I stopped. No. Because our next topic is no. Shut up. Moving on. <laughs> Netflix got us all fucked up out here, man. Oh, speaking of sizable woman. Jesus yes, I'm trying to save it. you, I man. I'm I trying to it. save you here. I did it. We are off the rails, people. <laughs> we are off the rails. Speaking, okay, Netflix. Netflix done fucked around and disrespected our girl Monique, man. <laughs> Yo, uh, they really told her they want to give her a special for 500K. 500K for Monique. She wanted to do a special. Um, for, for those of you who don't know who Monique is, Monique is probably one of the most accomplished proudest female comedians. I wouldn't even say female comedians. I would say comedian period. Comedian period. But I want to stress like female black comedian. Yeah. Like she's been holding it down for at the very least 20, 25 years. She's been on some of the biggest stages. She's sold out Madison Square Garden. She won an Oscar for her acting. She's had countless amazing sitcoms, movie roles. Like when, when we look at comedians that, that set the bar, and, and not only set the bar, but are like the example of this is how your career can go if you really focus on your craft and do your shit. Monique is one of those people that is held up there. Yeah. But we all know how Hollywood's been doing her. They've been blackballing her, treating her like shit. Yeah, Monique's been blackballed for like a couple of years now. More than, more than six years. And, and you know what? Netflix is just piling on the bullshit. How do you offer her 500K? Well, well listen, I'm... This is how it goes. Monique was asking for Chris Tucker money. I'm like, Which bitch, I I'm, like, was I'm like, crazy. I'm like, you must be on PCP and Angel Dust because. But look, and I, 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 I know I say that with the understanding that I don't think Chris Tucker should have got Chris Tucker money for his special on Netflix. Yeah, I guess you're going more off reputation with Chris Tucker because he's done a lot of good. Not Chris Tucker. What am I saying? Chris Tucker. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Mess up Chris Tucker and Chris Rock. Chris but no, Rock. but Chris Tucker because Chris Rock doesn't have a special. I don't believe he has a new special on. Well, Chris Tucker's got forty million. He's or is he gonna have one? Chris Tucker had a special. Chris Tucker I'm not sure had if it was a on special. Netflix. He got yeah. Chris Tucker had a special yes. on Netflix. It was horrible. Yeah, Chris Tucker and had he a got paid the bag for it. And same thing with um. If Chris Rock did get a contract for Netflix, it's for a special he will be doing. Okay, so so Chris Tucker, yes, so it's Chris yeah. Tucker, and Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer got Amy Schumer, if I'm that, not mistaken, originally got eleven mil, but then she renegotiated for thirteen million. That was the worst thing on and on Netflix ever. Her special was terrible as well. Is the worst is it is the worst thing Netflix has ever put out. But not really to do the comparisons, so to speak, but you kinda have to in this situation because when you look at someone like Chris Tucker, who hadn't been doing stand up for years had did a small tour, and on that small tour, one of those dates, which I'm assuming they felt that was the best date, was recorded and put on the Netflix special. And then you have someone like Amy Schumer, who, yeah, at the time when she was doing her special, like, she was the big name in movies, like, she was a big new female face in comedy, so I can understand why, yeah, you want to get her on a special and put it out there because she's on a run. Mm. But the reality of it is... These two people, when you compare them to what Monique has done in comedy and is currently doing in comedy, it's not even close. Like, Monique is currently on tour. She's selling out her tours. She is... And then on top of that, you look at everything she has done career-wise to offer her 500K, like, that is the ultimate slap in the face to everything that she's done and earned. She's an Oscar winner. Show her some respect. I think... I think the thing is because they haven't seen Monique. Well, I personally haven't seen Monique. I know she has, you know, her little tours, comedy stores, and all that kind of stuff she does. But I haven't seen Monique come up with anything like small specials in a long yeah. time. In a long, well, long time. Because most of the stuff that she's been doing is like either the small club stuff yeah. or, or her tour, which I mean, it, I, and I would have assumed like with the Netflix special would have been one of her tour dates would have been picked up because they always film the tours like even if it's not going to be on netflix like most of the time these artists will just find a way to put it out for themselves yeah yeah so i'm assuming she's filming every single tour date that she's on and she would have had like one of her best nights put out there on netflix probably most likely and guaranteed it would have been amazing because her comedy is good like she she's not one of those people that you're gonna sit there and 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 feel like you're you're not getting your money's worth so to speak you know yeah the thing is um 
the five like I said the five hundred K was a low ball. That was extremely disrespectful. I was saying at the very least they should have offered her ten. I say six million for Monique. Because Monique hasn't been relevant in a long time. I haven't seen much from her. I can't even say she hasn't been relevant because isn't, she's look, a look, black ball from acting. And the reason I said it too is like, okay, you look at Dave Chappelle and, and yeah. I'm looking at Dave Chappelle in this sense. For a while he did essentially what most comedians do. You do the small clubs, you know, you practice your material, then you go on a tour, and then when you go on tour, you essentially have one of your dates filmed, then you present it. Now, he gets $60 million from Netflix, but he's also given Netflix four specials, which is a pretty big feat considering he's given four specials in, what, a one, two-year span? So that's a lot. Yeah. And it's like each special is its own original material. So if you have somebody who's on tour, they can do that. You know, Monique is on tour, so clearly she's relevant. She's selling out, so that means she's relevant. So if you're going to give her a special, you know people will watch it. Mm -hmm. It's not even to say, like, there's risk involved. Like, what risk is involved with somebody who is currently selling out tour dates, you know? And and we know Netflix can do the advertising. Like, you open Netflix now, and they're always showing you either something that just came out or something that will come out months from now. Or even a couple weeks from now, like the Cat Williams special. I was seeing them do that anytime it opened up. Cat Williams was there, and they're saying the date that is coming out. Like for like weeks, it was like. Well, I don't know if Cat Williams could do that anymore, though. No, Cat I, Williams just had a special come out on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. How old is the special, though? No, it literally it's like this year. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, no, no, no idea. And I think you should watch it. It's, I think the, the standard right now is is um, Kevin Hart. But Kevin Hart doesn't need Netflix. That's the thing. Netflix needs him more than anything. Well, yeah, well, Kevin Hart, need- Kevin Hart is a part of that mentality of you oversaturate till they don't watch you anymore, which, I mean, shit, make your money, bro. It's a good thing. He made his money. And I think people still, Jumanji's still making money. And that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing with Chris, with, with um, Kevin Hart. He's keeping his name relevant in the media, even though he's not doing as much. Co- well, now he's acting a lot more and doing a little less comedy. Well, yeah, because now he's big now. Acting. But now, but. And especially He's, if The Rock is going to keep putting you in movies. <laughs> and, he, and, they, and he always switches up. One year he'll do more comedy than movies. Yeah. And next he'll do... But he's always keeping his name relevant. The Rock does the same thing too. Oh, the Rock course. always... he's Yeah, some of the movies he might not like, but he keeps his name relevant in a lot of the stuff, so he's always making money. Always You'll making money. And, I, and that's what Monique wasn't doing. Yeah, she was blackballed from Hollywood, but the comedy world is different than Hollywood. You can get... You don't well, need... You and know, that, that's one thing. You need a good agent no, for that. It, if you're blackball from Hollywood, it's very hard, regardless of what the dynamic is, to get like that sponsorship, advertising, everything to put your name out there. Which is why it's to me, it's a credit to her that with everything Hollywood has been doing to stifle her, she's still going out there and doing her thing. You know, like you you can't deny that she is literally putting in the work, doing the work, doing what we know her to do, and doing it well. Mm-hmm. And and the response is there because I I can understand if like she's going on tour and like nights aren't selling there's bad reviews and stuff like that but like there aren't bad reviews to her shows like there's no controversy to her shows you know like people are going they're having a great time and like her social media followership is there to show it the fact that she's selling out is there to show it and the fact that she's still doing what we've known her to be doing shows that yeah pay her what she deserves. Well, Monique, this is all I can say. Get your money. I think the 500k was lowball, but and but uh, you can't anything over 10 million. I personally don't think you deserve. Six million is is for me. At least get back in it. Do more shows. Do more TV stuff and get back into it like you regularly used to. And then we can talk about it. Amy Schumer is someone that you are better than. Monique is better than than Amy Schumer in every yeah, 100%. single. There's no question. Amy Schumer is trash. Plus, Amy Schumer steals jokes. He's a joke thief. Everyone knows this. But this is why you don't see Carlos Mencia either, because they steal jokes. Amy Schumer, we haven't heard about Amy Schumer in a long time. You realize that? Well, and you put out a bad special, a couple of bad movies. Bad special, bad. steal jokes. Same <laughs> thing with, um, what's his face, Dane Cook. You don't hear about, when was the last time you heard about Dane Cook? I, I never. Joke I, thief. Joke thief. This I is why never you got the appeal of Dane Cook. He's not funny. He wasn't funny. That's, that's the whole thing. And people see through it, like and that's why I don't get it. War by Dane Cook. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> These are comedians Comedians you need to listen to. Like, I would say Monique is funny. Not not my favorite, but she's funny. Um, Bill Burr. 
I would pay any time Can't to go be. see Bill Burr. Corey Apparently Holcomb. he has another special that's supposed to be coming. Yeah, I'm not sure if he does. That's good. He has a, he has a TV show, F is for Family, yeah, on Netflix. That's three. really good. Um, Corey Holcomb. The reason why I like Bill Burr and Corey Holcomb the most is because their jokes, you can't steal. It's their personal experience and how they feel. <laughs> Bill Burr always talks about what gets him angry and stuff like that. So we can relate to him. And Corey is just from fucked up Chicago where <laughs> there's like abortions in, in bathroom clinics and stuff like that. Oh, God. <laughs> so these are things you can relate to what are funny, but they're their own contained jokes. And we can recognize it if it's stolen. That's why Bill Burr, Corey Holcomb, you can't steal their jokes because it's like it's it's unique to them, and it can't work for anyone else. But uh, Monique, good luck. I hope you get some money. We're rooting for you. Just don't uh, just don't go crazy. Don't settle for anything less than ten mil. <laughs> Do your best. That's what I'm saying, man. So like, right. what are next to pick? Next thing. Um, this is a bit more of a solemn topic. We recently lost Fredo Santana to an overdose. I, I know of the person. I don't know yeah, him in detail, but you can go with this. Rapper from Chicago, 27 years old. And, I mean, lately we've been hearing a lot about, you know, recreational drug use in hip-hop or just in media in general. And it's becoming this bigger issue now where it's, like, lean opioids and, and, and these type of, like, really heavy prescription drugs just being a rampant thing in the community. Percocets. Molly, Percocets. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know how many more artists or or even just like people in general, like teens in general, have to overdose and die before we realize like there's a serious issue going on here, you know? I mean, for the most part, yeah, people aren't like doing it on a regular basis, at least not in my circles or around me or around like the, the young people I know, but it's still something that should be addressed should be seen well, and, and it's it's unfortunate because i feel like when it comes to fredo like we don't know what he was going through like I, i'm assuming obviously assuming because i don't know the man that whatever he was going through he was using drugs to deal with it and it's a shame that like he needed that path to feel better and unfortunately it took his life you know i've i've always said this and uh, like the drug thing has been around for years, yeah, it has. since the '60s, it's been yeah. around for years. It's, it's, it's there's been new. there's been a drug problem for for years since the '60s. It's been terrible. Yeah, but recently, why people are paying attention to it is because now it's getting into the suburbs. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Now it's getting into the suburbs. Well, look, you have what was it in Maine? Like the huge heroin epi- epidemic that's happening up yeah. there, and uh-huh. it, it, it's just like you said. It was drugs have been around like in the '60s, '70s. Like it's it's nothing new, but there was a time when drug use wasn't celebrated. You know, it was something that people did privately. They kept it for the most part under wraps because they didn't want people to look at them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like people are celebrating taking Zans and, and doing lean. And it's like, that to me is what's fucked up. You know, like we got to get away from that type of mentality and, and promoting it as if it's like an okay thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the big issue is. I mean, I mean shit, like, damn, I just, it's unfortunate that. that. You just got to stop rapping about it, get away from it, and, yeah. you know, like, stop promoting it. But like it's I said. It's unfortunate, man. R.I.P. to Fredo Santana, man. I hope, uh, I hope your family, you know, your family will miss you, but, I, you know, I hope everything rests easy in your family. Rest in peace, yeah, Fredo. I didn't know you that well. I heard of you and a little bit of what you did, but not to, not to that extent, but just for anyone that's listening to this, you know, don't don't follow rap music, especially recently. Don't don't follow that lean Percocets, Molly's, all that nonsense because you, you don't know what can happen. I'll say it a bit more poignantly. Like if, if you're going through some shit, you got to talk to someone, man. Like there there's so many different avenues you can take. Yeah, don't use drugs. You know, like, I, and especially in like the black community, man. Like there's this stigma against talking to therapists and like actually getting somebody to like listen to what you're going through and have them help you you know it's like we got to break away from this mentality that we can't get help well i know where that stems from but i'm not i'm not, i can't go into detail with that today but i know where that that, that thing kind of stems from yeah. where it's like that but. but i just feel like yeah we just got to get to a point where it's like we stop looking for an escape from what we're going through and actually dive into what we're going through so we can find actual ways to fix it and improve ourselves you know yeah. and if we can get to that then I feel like, as a community, we'll be a lot better off because, like I said, man, it's you don't want to hear something. Like, 27 years old, dying from an overdose, you know? It's like... It's crazy. Come on, man. 
crazy. That's not the shit the community wants to hear. That's not shit anybody wants to hear. And it's unfortunate for his family and friends. All right. Uh, after that sad note, let's go to the saddest note. The saddest note? Ever felt. 30 seconds of Trump. 30 seconds of Trump? That's a new, that's a segment right now. We're going to keep that. 30 seconds of Trump. I don't know why I started this. <laughs> it's good. It's good. We'll just uh, actually count it down now. 30 seconds of Trump. Oh, we don't got to count now. We're just going to, we're going to shoot the shit. In 30 seconds, we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep it within the window. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to start it off by saying, uh, the government has shut down. It's all his fault. Don't let him blame the Democrats because, uh, the house, the Senate, it's all Republican run. Uh, what else happened with him this week? Oh, apparently he thinks babies being plucked out the womb at nine months are being aborted. So think about this people, nine months getting taken out a woman's womb getting taken out a woman's womb what does that equate to and he said we we cannot let this continue um last time i checked a baby being taken out the womb at nine months is born is being born this is uh this is um this is this is worse than bush and bush said some stupid stuff i cannot make this shit up at all he's trying to build a wall now he's saying that uh mexico won't pay for it um, and yeah, and porn star Stormy Daniels yeah. says Trump made Roethlisberger take care of her, whatever take care means. The bill comes due. What I said exactly last week about Roethlisberger. 130k to pay off this porn star to not speak when, unfortunately, she had already spoken years prior. So yeah. all they had to do is look for the tape. <laughs> I guess they can't take the money away from her now because if they do, that's admitting to guilt. The, the conversation came up way before and they paid her off after just like just in case her name ever came up again to then not speak about it. But we already knows what's the nose about. Yep, so and Roethlisberger, uh, I hope the these bill, things happen prior to your marriage because, uh, buddy. The bill comes due, Roethlisberger. You just, you've had a shitty week. I said it last week with Roethlisberger. The bill comes you due. You lost to the Jags? Then this shit comes out, bro. What, <laughs> Dude, what's going on? Dude, I told you, man. I told you what happens. The karma gets him. I said it what? last week. I think I think I personally affected that that whole situation. Oh, <laughs> come on. I my my a guy aura. who doesn't believe in in the energies of the universe is gonna say your aura did it now. My aura, yes. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic, bro? Pick. Huh? Is it Uchi Wally Wally or it's is one it mic. one mic? It's one mic. <laughs> It's one mic. My aura, my my own presence did that. Yeah, I'm sure, bro. That force I, I had I had planetary shift in me. A planetary shift. Yeah. Where I made all these. Mercury events. came out of retrograde just in time for you to send your energies off the moon and I'm then actually head on, into Roethlisberger's. I'm actually uh, on the planet. <laughs> I'm actually on the planet, so I had that effect. <laughs> I had that effect. So there you go, Roethlisberger. The bill comes due, and I Look, told all you. I'm saying, man, Trump, stop raping. I'm gonna need you to slow down a bit, bro. Like you're, like it's it's to a point where I just I just I stare and I stare off into the distance, and I'm just like, why? Like why why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> but more importantly, why do you do this to us? Yeah. Like it's not funny anymore, man. It, it's it's not. There, like, oh. leave Trump. We're done. We're done with him. We we he's just making everyone depressed and tired. Like, but bro, just stop. Oh, and if if you like <laughs> laughing at something, Trump, there's a show on Comedy Central called uh, The President Show. This guy does uh, an exact. I, I can't watch that. Show. That show is hilarious. Cause, I just want to punch that guy in the face too. Because we no, because <laughs> it's it's not even parody anymore. It's it's reality what he's doing. He's just so he's emulating what Trump is doing right now. So because that's how ridiculous Trump is, it's. Too too funny. So get watch the president show on Comedy Central. Uh, this is not an ad for them. I just think that shows are hilariously funny. I can't stand that guy. All right, so we're done. We're done our segment Trump. with Trump, everyone. Don't oh. worry. But uh, yeah, since we we spoke about Roethlisberger, let's go into the NFL and how it's cha- conference championship weekend. Oh baby! And let me go on the record and say I was three for four with my picks last week. Three for four. The only one I got wrong, Atlanta. They let me down in that 15 to 10 loss. Let you down? Yeah, let me down. I wanted to be four for four. I, I mean, want... Matt Ryan let you down. Like I said, I what happened? I want to be that guy. I want to be just like, yo, I called that shit. I tell you, Matt Ryan will let you down. But I will tell you this. I, I called the Jags. Huh? I called the Jags. And you yeah. know what? I'm sticking with it. So you're picking them against the uh, Patriots? Hey, 
My picking league, I need it. <laughs> I guess I'll pick them, but mostly because of their defense. Look, I just, I want to see. I just want to see Jalen Ramsey talk. We got, we got four <laughs> teams left. Okay, we got the Patriots versus the Jags, and we got Minnesota versus the Eagles. All right. Now on one side with the NFC, we know one of those teams that's going in either side. It's a team that's never won a Super Bowl before, right? Mm-hmm. Then on the other side, Jags have never won. Patriots have won enough so far. Let's get the Jags in there. And then let's get Minnesota in there, and I'm going to be a very happy capper. Oh, Because <laughs> I'm going to win me some money. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to see. I always want the Jaguars to win because I want to see what Jalen Ramsey's going to have to say at the end of his, his Yo, usual I, press interview. I can this listen dude, to Jalen Ramsey interviews all day. <laughs> this dude is... Uh, King is, of sass. Uh, King of sass. I was, no, I was going to say a word I can't say. The chirp phenom. But he's he's hilariously funny. His interviews are fun, as funny as hell. That interview um, we had last year again. I'm not sure who was against. You tell me. Uh, AJ Green. You AJ tell Green. Me. <laughs> yeah. You saw it. You tell me. That was hilarious. <laughs> but, he, but he got your ass whooped though by AJ Green though. I don't. You can say whatever you want. You like. Oh, he body slammed. But yeah, like Jalen Rose, uh, Jalen Ramsey wasn't fighting him back. He was just like, all right, if this is what you're gonna do, it means I got in your head. It's like yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like. That, that's how good Jalen Ramsey is, man. Why do I keep saying Rose? <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is, man. Like, he's that good. And I want him to be that good against the Patriots, man. Yeah, we'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope they're good. But um, we all know it's like, but the only way to stop the Patriots, you got to stop Gronkowski, man. And look, there's... Not, I don't think the Patriots ever won a Super Bowl with Gronkowski in the lineup. Uh, I think he's... Every time he's won... No, they've every won, time they've won... He's, he's been uh, out of the lineup. Besides when he wasn't in there? No, like, the last few times he's won, he was there. Well, last year he wasn't there. He was injured last uh, last season, wasn't he? Yeah, he was injured he last played. season. I'm quite sure he played. I don't think he played. We can check. I can't this we'll check after, it after, after. Yeah, but uh, but I'm quite sure he played in, in last year's Super Bowl. But but uh, it is what it is. Um, let's hope uh, we get the Jags winning that game. I want the Jags, and then like I said, I want Minnesota. Now look, I have a few Eagles fans that are friends of mine, and you know, like I, I, look, it's like I told them. It's nothing personal. It's not that I don't like your team. I mean, if they win, I'll root for them. You know, like, good for them. They made it. But my personal bottom line, I need the Vikings to win. Eagles are the only team in the NFC East that's not win a Super Bowl. So it, I they're probably due. number one defense. They're probably due for it. To show up and beat the dog shit out of the Eagles. I want it to be stress-free football for me. <laughs> Skull. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Diggs. Well, we'll see how that goes. I, I don't know who's going to win. I think the Eagles may win because they have... I'm at Case Keenum going to catch a case. That's what's going to happen in that game. Bro. I tell you, Case Keenum, will get, he's going to falter eventually. No, 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 no. no. He's I did have, tell you Nick Foles will win you, could game. win you games, but oh, I'm not course. sure about well, Case Keenum. I'm not saying Nick Foles can't win you games. I'm just... I, I'm about my bottom line. Because, like, Drew Brees, that game against the... Uh, that was one of the lucky. That was a Tebow esque throw. That was a, a lucky, beautiful, high point pass. No, it was just that Sigs reached up and got the catch. The, the throw look, was good. Look, the throw was. It was all about getting to the sideline, and you know what happened? Just got lucky. Poor, poor Marcus Williams, man. He he's went on, through it. He's on suicide watch. He went through it, man. No, you know what? This, <laughs> this is one of those watch. things where it's like you're gonna grow and you're gonna be better as a result, man. Like, like it's unfortunate. Because in his position, all he had to do was just wrap him up and try to tackle him in bounds, you know? Like, and that's an unfortunate situation that you just, you go under him because you don't want to take that penalty. But I mean, in that situation, you got to take the penalty. No, it's not even that. You went under him, you missed, and you took out the quarterback, saying. the quarterback who could have you you run gotta, after him. You got to go at him. You got to go at him at that point, man. Like, you, you can't let him. You got to take your chances. Like, screw it. If they call pass interference or if they call, you know, hitting a defenseless player, screw it. Because you, you rather them take a chance on the kick and they possibly miss it then you let them get the catch and then you whiff completely and let them get the touchdown which is what happened well, whatever man but well we know who's gonna make it so let's go we'll see these last four teams on uh, the weekend so let's go we'll Vikings let's go Vikings by the time you guys hear this anyways we'll know who won oh yeah we're gonna know <laughs> but I'm telling you you'll, you'll even know from my Twitter and Facebook how I'm feeling about it yeah yeah well, I, just, I need the Patriots to lose man I'm not worried about them. Like, like I need no, I need them to lose, man. You need them to lose. I need them to lose because I. Let's say it's Patriots versus Vikings. I'm not trying to be stressed during the Super Bowl. What? I'm not trying to be stressed. 
<laughs> I want I wanted to just end with the Patriots lose, Vikings win, and then they go into the Super Bowl, and I'm just like, all right, I got my cash. I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl. It's a beautiful listen. My Super I don't Bowl care. Sunday. My team's not there. I don't care. So I just watch it for everyone in the company, and uh, hopefully, uh, there's a Super Bowl party we go to. <laughs> just watch it. But yeah, what's the uh, next topic? We are gonna talk about the main topic, the biggest story that came out. Aziz Ansari. Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> you Maybe. Be. Maybe. Look, this was. This is one of those situations where there's just so much happening that you really have to read in between what's going on to understand why this is so fucked up. And not fucked up in a sense where it's like I'm I'm looking down on Aziz because in this situation, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm, well, the only thing I'm really looking down on Aziz for is like he clearly has no game. And it's a shame because, I mean, Aziz, come on. I, he didn't get enough uh, pointers from uh, Jean Raphael. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, there was an article that came out by an anonymous woman named Grace who talks about her date experience with Aziz Ansari and how it went from a fun little get-together that they had where they noticed they had a few things in common to just a completely disastrous sexual experience that left her feeling torn apart inside now overall reading the story the one thing that really stood out to me is how there's a real disconnect in what the two of these people want mostly because neither one of them is really communicating what they want Mm -hmm. you know like when they first meet each other i think they were at a golden glows party and you know they noticed that they both have the same type of old-fashioned camera that they're taking pictures with so that's how they connected and then they end up like making plans to get together and go on a date right so when they get together to go on this first date you know one of the first things that grace makes a mention of is how she like he orders the wine like it's a white wine she prefers red but she doesn't vocalize it okay you know and it's like she's also talking about how they're drinking the wine. It's whatever. They're having a little conversation. And Aziz is just like, almost like he's impatient with sticking around at the restaurant. So they're like, boom, let's just go back to my place, which she, she's down to do, like she does. And overall, it's like you're, you're getting like these little tidbits of she's talking about how good it is, even like how much fun she's having with them, like up to this point, even though like there's little things that are clearly not going the way she wants it to. Mm -hmm. But it's only until they get back to the apartment that, like, the weird shit happens. You know, like, she's sitting on the counter, and, like, he's making out with her while she's on the counter. And then, like, he's, like, sticking his fingers in her mouth and then going down on her. And it's just, like, she's talking about how, like, it's a weird, uncomfortable feeling, but she's not... She's using nonverbal cues to show how she's not feeling really comfortable with it. (laughs) And... Like, the only time, like, the first time she vocalized she's not comfortable is when she, like, Aziz is like, I'm going to get a condom. And then she's like, no, like, let's slow down, which, I mean, good. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're you're not down to fuck, you're not down to fuck. That's great. But it's like this continuous thing of, like, it's a weird cat and mouse game that they're playing. Whereas Aziz is clearly here for a sexual situation. I mean, like, if you're at a restaurant and you buy a bottle of wine and, and you leave without even like finishing the bottle of wine or even having food at that point. You're just like, screw, let's just go back to my place. Like clearly he's trying to get to something. So Trey songs move. Oh God. <laughs> Trey songs pulls that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to. All right, go on. All right. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. They, she well, tried, she tried. So basically when you leave the whole th- thing without finishing your meal or your wine and you go home, it's just basically to have like, you know, sex essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you have that going on. And and I mean, like everybody knows, not everybody knows, but like you can always tell when somebody's looking for something. If you don't want that certain something, you should vocalize, you know? It's true. Yeah. And like the, the only thing that really like threw me off about this is how she continues talks about like these nonverbal cues, even though like when she makes her one verbal cue and he responds to it, they then go back to essentially doing the same thing. And like she talks about how like she's, 
moving around his apartment, you know, trying to get away from him. And he's following her, still sexually pursuing her. <laughs> and and for me, it was like, it, it was weird for me because I'm like, one, like for Aziz, how do you not notice? Like, I never want to be in a sexual situation where I feel like the person I'm trying to be with isn't enjoying it, you know? I, I'm more curious about the part where you said he, she was moving around his apartment and he was like following her. Yeah, like I'm gonna like, dude, is he the predator or some shit? Like, like can't you leave? I'm trying to avoid <laughs> full on reading this whole story because it's, it's quite long. Like, couldn't you leave? Like, was he like stalking him in his own apartment? Like, Essentially, like that. That's what. How she, does that make sense? She though? makes it sound, you know, like she she would move from one place to the next, like to try to get away from him. But then <laughs> there's one point where this dude is he's predator. being like sexually aggressive with her, and she's like, no, like let's just chill like let's take a beat and they end up like he's like all right fine like he sits on the couch she sits on the floor in front of him and she says how like she expected him to like rub her hair or like rub her back to like comfort her okay but he ends up like i think tapping her on the shoulder and then like pointing towards his dick to be like yeah give me a give me a blowjob yeah and then she does it okay so now it's like you're talking about how you're feeling completely uncomfortable with this whole situation why are you now giving this guy a blowjob Sounds to me she has like Stockholm syndrome or something like that. It, it's weird. Like it's a this weird makes no situation. Sense. And, like yeah, I'm sorry, people. Like I'm really trying to paraphrase because, like I said, it's it's a long article, and I mean, like if I read it out, like it's gonna be a while. But it's just I'm trying to like just pinpoint like the main things that happen that are of note. And and like I said, like to me, the biggest thing that bugged me about this whole thing when it comes to Aziz's participation in this is just how do you like. It felt so like high school teen, you know, like a horny high school teen who's just like, no, but I really want to fuck. I really want to fuck. I really want to fuck. And it's like, you know, she is completely turned off and uncomfortable with everything, your every pursuit and every attempt that you're making. But you're still going because you're an idiot high school teen. Do you think his desperation or or his characters that he's portraying on TV is actually know, man, who because, he is? Because like, that's that's ex from what you're saying, how he's how he acted. That's how he usually acts in his shows and TV shows and stuff like that. Like, I feel like he probably felt like his lovable feminist character was enough to persuade her into what he wanted, huh. which is a shame because we hear this all the time about, like, these male feminists who actually use that to get women, you know? And yeah, yeah. it feels like a lot of people are saying this is the type of situation that a lot of people have experienced where it's like this type of a person not necessarily forcibly like trying to like not essentially More not co raping you, like, not persuasion. sexually abusing you but yeah persuasion just a, a persistent like person trying to persuade you into a situation and just get the most out of you until either you just give in or you essentially say no like screw this yeah, I'm yeah, done, yeah. you know and in this situation, it's a lot of that happening where it's like there, there's one point where like she's talking about how they were in front of a mirror and like he like bent her over and just like started like thrusting himself on her. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, like who the fuck does that? <laughs> High schoolers. Like, like and that's why I was saying, like, it, it seems like this dude has no game, bro. Like no game, like, and then on top, like, you have no awareness, like, no self awareness of like what you're doing, no awareness of like the person that you're, you're with in this situation because stardom, stardom, but he doesn't know how to use it. Like it's 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 one of those stories. Like for those of you who haven't read it, like you're gonna read it and you're just gonna be cringing at so many points just because it's such an uncomfortable situation. Like I could only imagine like being in that situation, just like. And knowing me, I would have been like, no, like, this is weird. Like, I would have walked away from myself, you know? Like, it's just like, no, I'm being a weirdo right now. Like, fuck, I got to get out of here. You know, like, like what is wrong with me? I need to, like, splash some water in my face. Well, they were both wrong in this situation. First of all, Aziz, you need to recognize that you have no game and you need to stop what you're doing right away. Stop, stop. Just give up. And her, you didn't need to go to the public just because you had a bad day and say he sexually assaulted you. No, I, I'm not mad at I her would, I would, I would feel First of all, I wouldn't even go say that, oh, that you know, he sexually assaulted you. I would say, I would feel embarrassed. Like, I would feel me, embarrassed I, for him. I have no problem with her coming out with this because the biggest thing about this is just, it's, it's another situation that we can learn from. And I feel like we need these type of teachable modes yeah. because we need the conversation yeah we can learn from it but like we but need more conversations about this and we have to be willing to to hear both like listen to it both sides understand it both sides so that 
A, we can avoid it more. And B, we can then teach more. You yeah, know? but and, you're and, you're sacrificing the career now of someone because that's attached to his name I, now. But that's let me just say that I don't feel like this is something that should destroy Aziz because. And, but it will. No, yes. it, it won't because, like I said, like this isn't one of those situations where it's like sexual abuse. Yeah, or it's not Kevin assault. Spacey. Like, I, but I don't think it's that's that what she level, claimed. You know? That's what she claimed. That's I, the thing. She could claim it, but I really don't feel it. It's that low, and the reason is because it's like. Like, at one point, she talks about how, like, yeah, like, when she was ready to leave, he was, like, like, he acknowledges, oh, if it's not fun for you, then it won't be fun for me, which is, like, dude, you should have noticed that, like, 20 minutes ago. Mm. But he's, like, offering her to get a car so she could leave because he's just, like, yeah, like, if you don't want to do this, you don't want to do this, even though, like, she's, as she said, like, she, in her story, I think there was, like, two or three key verbal points, like, the one where, like, he asked about the condom and yeah. she said no another one afterwards which i can't remember the exact situation i'm not going to scroll through this whole article because it's just too damn long and then the third one where she essentially is like yeah you know like i'm uncomfortable i'm gonna leave but the biggest thing is like after like the next day she sends him a text saying how like basically i was uncomfortable i want to know everything you did that made me feel uncomfortable so you never do this again and to me it's like you could have said that when you were there <sighs> You know, when, when, and it's not like he was like holding her in there and, and forcing her not to leave. It's like literally when she decided to leave, she left. She, he was like, okay, you can go, you know? And it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, because you should have decided to leave right when you felt uncomfortable and right when you noticed, like, okay, you, you turned down sex and he's still trying to put sex on you, you should have laughed. But you see, this is this is where I come into the idea of where I like, say they both did wrong and why she shouldn't have come out with this. Because now... And side note, the Cavs are getting destroyed right now by the Thunder. <laughs> Just putting that out there. And so, No, because what I'm saying is now, yes, okay, theoretically, Aziz and Zari's career is hurt by this, but now the Me Too movement and all that, those other kind of movements now, they're hurt by it because now it's like, oh, look at this woman now talking about this high-profile person because she had a bad date. So now people are going to be like, oh, you're just oh, you're just um, over-exaggerating something again. And it's not going to bring legitimacy to the Me Too thing, which does which does which have I, a... I, that's the one thing I hope people don't do. And, and But the, they're going to do it. And yeah, if we, I thought about it, people do it, but if that's I thought about it, people are going to do it. And, yeah. and I really hope, like, for people listening, if you have done it, please stop because the biggest thing about the Me Too is about bringing these stories to the light so that we can get a better understanding of just being better with people that we're with, you know, mm -hmm. and, and understanding, like being able to be self-aware, like that's the biggest thing. This is the whole situation of self-awareness where if Aziz was a bit more self-aware of what he was doing and, and being more aware of how she felt, he could have handled himself better and we could have avoided this. Whereas even for her, if she was, I feel a bit more self-aware of like just being more concrete on what she wanted and what she wouldn't accept. Mm. And then, like, because I feel like the one thing for her, too, is, like, because of her first meeting with Aziz, where, like, they had this kind of, like, like, you know, you have those, like, surreal moments where you have a connection with someone and you you know, like, there's something there that's good. I feel like she felt like she could have ultimately gone back to that type of feeling where it was, like, the cool, fun guy who was, like, really nice and charming to me. At a certain point in this night, if I just tell him, look, this isn't what I want, let's slow it down, he'll be that person again. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I get, like, her sense of, you know, maybe trying to almost give Aziz a chance to be that person and then saying, all right, screw it. Like, if you're not going to be that person, I'm going to go. I just feel like I would have encouraged anybody who read this story and if you know you find yourself in something that happens like this that's a bit more similar the first chance you get to leave just leave get out it's not worth it yeah. it's not worth the trouble it's not worth the hassle any chance just get out of that type of situation don't put yourself in that situation no, either it's, 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 it's too much man it's like we gotta we gotta and like i said it's, it's a self-awareness thing and it's a teachable moment it's just one of those things where it's like you just gotta be able to like i as much as like yeah we you gotta respect non-verbal cues you gotta be aware of non-verbal cues i mean not everybody's gonna read them but at a certain point man like just use your words this is why we need to bring back keys to the vip just oh, use God. just use your words. That that is not the best example. <laughs> just use your words. Use your words. No. Not I'm not I'm not no. talking about picking up girls and stuff. Like people have to 
People in general have to... Communication is key. Communication. That's what I'm trying to say. People need to learn how to speak to girls again. Speak to guys again. Well, speak to get, people speak in anyone, general. Speak to anyone. <laughs> you need to get off Tinder and all this stuff. Even though I say in one of the previous episodes, I, I used it. Um, not Tinder, but um, Plenty of Fish life. and all that kind of stuff. Never mind. But life. what I prefer is you need to speak to have a conversation with people. Like you could see with uh, Aziz... He was getting uncomfortable at the dinner thing. Didn't even finish this wine and stuff. That means he didn't want to be in that situation where he could talk to the person, get to know uh, him. It wasn't that he was uncomfortable. It was more like the day was just a setup for him to get her back to his place. Like, that was it. And I mean, like, essentially, that's what he did. Yeah, come out. Like, we'll meet at this restaurant. We'll have a quick drink. And then, boom, I just, I want to get you back home because I want to yeah. bang you. And, like, that's what it was. And I feel like... If he had just communicated what he wanted, that's the thing. He start. doesn't. He didn't want to communicate. That's the thing. He doesn't. You he know? just wants this, this, and that, and done. Not talk. You know, there like, there's foreplay. There's talking. There's there's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes talk into. Four, dude, let's talk about this for like now. I'm gonna get a bit more into the jokes of this because <laughs> Aziz, why are you putting a woman on a counter? You're like five foot nothing. Bro. Oh god. <laughs> like like you put her on a counter and then what? What's the sticking your fingers? in her mouth like every time you're making out with her or like trying to go down on her and shit like that dude that shit's weird that shit's fucking weird man <laughs> like you thought that shit's hot hey he's from uh where, where is he the senator from again he's from uh, south carolina huh his family though he's not well he's from south carolina he's I don't from know. south carolina maybe he's just using some ancient techniques oh, that came God. that came about him no we're not gonna do that here we're not gonna do that here we're not gonna do that i'm just doing jokes man no, i don't mean any of this we're, stuff we are not gonna i don't do that. mean any of this stuff i'm not gonna relax relax bring in a whole community of people i'm, I'm just joking That's with y'all v-shaped finger suckers <laughs> all i'm trying to say is that aziz you need to hang out with john rafio get get that game back up because even him Jesus, even him he was like from what you see his character on TV, like what you're like you're saying, and what he was acting like, he was acting the same way he was on TV. It just seemed like a, it seemed like a parody. He was parodying it himself. It was sad, man. And Aziz, man, if you need a self help book, I I'm willing to write one for the right price for you. Just you need less to... is more, Aziz. Less is more. Okay. Sure. Stop you know, like, making it too complicated. Like, on top, of, dude, you're you're Aziz. I'm sorry. You're known. Because of who you are, all you have to do is be a respectable human being. And more often than not, you will get what you want. <laughs> you, you don't got to be with the trickery, man. Just just be upfront. Say what you want. Guaranteed, if, if you had said, yeah, you know, I just want to have a quick bang, most likely she would have been down for a quick bang. And she said no, that's it, no. And if she, yeah, if she said no. Get away from it. That's it. Screw Simple it. No as that. quick bang. We can still be friends. We got the camera. <laughs> like, come on. You got to be aware of what is going on around you, man. Aziz, I'm praying for you. I hope everything goes out well for you. I know your career didn't deserve that hit, but you kind of brought it on yourself when you, and when you know you, that game wasn't going nowhere. So you need to stop that. And for that woman, uh, you a lousy bitch. Oh, come on. Not a lousy bitch. Not, not for what happened to you, but for what you did. Like you could, don't don't bring in that whole Me Too thing and say you were sexually assault when that was just a bad date you had. Because a lot of people go through that too, and you just brought in a whole movement, and you made the movement less relevant because of what you did. Because you brought it in. Yo, the Cavs. That's the only reason. Blew out. Sorry to switch it up, but dude, one forty-eight to one twenty-seven. These guys just got blown out, bro. Um, the Cavs look just like LeBron's hairline faded. Yo, they. <laughs> <laughs> this is a side note. I can't even make hairline jokes. My hairline Le trash. Le LeBron's <laughs> hair is faded. You can see through it. <laughs> you can see through his hair. That's how bad it is. It's <laughs> Yo, Cavs better find some defense, man. They better buy it on eBay. All right, so we'll go to. We're sorry. We're finished with Aziz. What's the uh, our last thing? I guess we could talk about. What made you mad this week? Oh, what made me mad? Look, what disturbed you this week? I won't say it disturbed me. It, it really just, it it grinded my gears a bit. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention to this uh, Larry Nassar trial that's been going on, this guy who was part of the U.S. Olympics gymnastics team, he was a doctor, and how he essentially used his practice to sexually assault a lot of women, some of them underage women as well, and just... What's been going on now, like, through the trial, like, 
he essentially has to sit there and listen to the testimonies of the women who he assaulted. He assaulted. And, you know, it, it was going over the course of four days where if he would sit at the bench, women would come up to the podium and they would just have their account of what happened, how he made them feel, and this is just essentially a part of his punishment. And he had the nerve to basically write a letter saying how he felt the judge was using this for publicity, how he didn't want cameras in the room because he feels like it's just become a sideshow at this point, and him having to sit on the bench and look these women in the eyes is too much for him. <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> when I hear him say all this shit, the only thing I can think of is, you fucking piece of shit. For years, you've been sexually assaulting these women, these women athletes, and you have the audacity to say it's too hard for you to listen to their accounts of what you did to them. You can't sit there for four days and take it after the years of what you did to some of these women. You have the audacity to say some shit like that. That is the sign of how weak, disgusting, deplorable you are of a human being. He's one of the deplorables. Dude, if he's one of those people that I just feel like, you know, I rarely wish ill on people. But he's one of those people that if, if, if something happened to him, fuck you. You deserve it. I think I have like four of those people in my life. Like, fuck you. You deserve it. After the years uh, and and the torment that you put these people through, you have the nerve to say you can't sit there and listen to what you did to them. I think it's hilarious because he's listening to them uh, testify against him and he's going to jail. So well, he's no, getting, like the sentence he's, has already been passed. Saying, this is getting, just part of it. He's getting shamed. He's getting like, shamed. He's done. He's getting publicly shamed he, and he's going he's to jail. He's going to jail for it. the rest of his life. He's done. I but love it. But for you to seriously say you can't sit there and, and listen to the things you did, yeah, it's because you were a disgusting I piece mean, you, of shit you know, you know, and you deserve to hear everything. You, you, know why he's, you know why he doesn't like it? And I'm going to be a little funny here. No one take this seriously. I think he's hearing stuff because... He's going to jail, and these are what stuff that might happen to him now. <laughs> hey, man. If it does, it does. Is Booty Warrior out from jail? <laughs> if it does, it does. <laughs> is Booty Warrior out from jail? <laughs> hey, man. Universe works in mysterious ways. Hey, okay. Karma's a bitch. It's not even that. I told you, the bill comes due. Roethlisberger, the bill comes due. I told you last... I said it last week. Something was going to happen to him, and it happened. It's starting already. That's Like I said, that generally made me mad, because it's one of those things where... You know, you think of somebody for years to be this horrible of a human being, and then when all they have to do is literally eat their crow. Like, you did what you did, now this is your punishment for it. This isn't even the worst of it, and already you want leniency? You want us to sympathize for you after what you did to these women? No. No. You don't deserve. You're going to jail. You don't deserve. And I hope every single woman says every single disgusting, harsh detail of what you did doesn't mince a word, doesn't skip a beat. Look every one of them in the eye, you sad excuse of a man, and understand everything that you will have from this point on, you earned it. You earned your punishment. You earned the fact that nobody respects you. Nobody sees you as a superior you are discussing your nothing and you earn that that's what made me mad this week <laughs> all right so you got matthews uh what made him mad that's uh that's good that's a good one man anything make you mad this week uh, a couple things more on the personal note but if i if i do say something it's gonna people i don't want to say it personally and hey man if it hits too close to home i say yeah you, you, I, I can leave it for another keep time it in the chamber there, there are plenty of things in the world that gets me angry so i'm sure something will come up eventually <laughs> so i'm not really i'm not really too angry about anything right now that's you know can make me go off um the moment the moment when you i could give everyone a cue when i'm really angry is uh you're gonna hear it in my voice where i'm like completely serious the day the episode where i don't tell a joke <laughs> that's that's where you know I have something to say. We'll postpone the podcast. No, we won't postpone <laughs> the podcast. When I have no jokes, that's 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 about when I have something funny to say, but not nothing uh, in particular right now. All right, man. So, also, uh, shout out the Has for winning last night. 
Mm, all you, right. you did something right. Whatever. Even though we're supposed to be tanking. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. So I guess that's another. I feel. I feel like ending on that that stress relieving note is a good way to cap off this week's episode. That's right, man. Uh, anything you're doing next week? This week? Uh, this week is uh, dedicated to me, myself, and I, because I feel like I need it. Okay. I deserve. <laughs> Like I said, last week I was feeling a bit sick, you know, so like this week now I'm feeling a bit healthy and the weather's looking a bit nice. I'm just looking to possibly go to a few shows, you know, enjoy myself, meet up with a few friends that I haven't seen in a while, you know, just have a good time, you know, just enjoy myself. It's it's winter. I've been inside cooped up all day, like every day besides going to work. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to try to step outside and breathe some fresh air and... if I can pull myself away from players unknown. <laughs> I'll download it for PC. If we can play PC and, and Xbox, I'll play Yo, if we uh, can, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll download Shit, PC. I'll try it. Game is so fun. Um, if you guys if you guys at home, if you have a Xbox or if you got a strong enough PC, I suggest uh, getting yourself Players Unknown Battlegrounds. That game is fun. Try it out. So fun. You're going to hate it at first because you're going to be trying to get used to it. Like the very first time I played, ran into a building, tried to get some supplies, opened the front door, and a dude was standing there with a shotgun and popped me. <laughs> I was like, welcome to the game, buddy. <laughs> cool. Um, for this week, um, you know, just work more than anything. I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, work. Uh, nothing pretty work. I am going to be working on the website to get that back up and running for Get everyone. it done, Jason. <laughs> tired of your excuses, of your shit. I haven't made any excuses. Get, get it done. Get done. Trust me, when, <laughs> when everyone sees this website, I'm like, I want him to do this again for me. I'm like, listen, you're going to have to pay me for that. Yeah, shout out our boy Danny, who's been putting in so much work, man. Danny, uh, let me tell you, Danny has helped us out a lot. He created our logo for the podcast that we have here. He's helped me a lot with the original website. He's going to help me a lot with this website. They were rebranding, redoing everything new for it. And um, if you guys uh, have a chance, go to nightengine.com. So it's uh, that's his website where he re- that's they really deal in the EDM crowd. Uh, not my not my personal take of everything. But the uh, man's work speaks for itself. It work, his work speaks for itself. They they're doing great things. Um, so go to www.nightengine.com. So it's not like you know typical typical engine. All right, yeah. All right. So everyone, if you can, this will help him out a lot too. And they do clothing, EDM type clothing, any any type of clothing, and. They really deal heavily in the night engine crowd. Well, not let me say night engine, the EDM crowd. Um, so if you're a big fan of EDM, that type of music, the best place you can go to. So you can go to uh, Night Engine on Facebook. So it's N I G H T E N J I N, or you can go to their website, which is nightengine.com. www.nightengine.com, and. Uh, just check it out. If you like EDM, that's your type of music, go ahead. They have some good stuff going on right now, and um, they're always doing big things. They have they have uh, ship parties and stuff like that, like boat parties. And um, they know a lot of artists in the EDM crowd. They do a lot of live uh, sh- live shows, so like streaming through um, Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Mm. So, yeah, if you guys can, support Danny's. Helped us, helped us out a lot. And um, now probably... Uh, have him on one one of these days when we can have a chance so he can talk about what he's been up to and what he's doing. Yeah, when he's in town. And, uh, yeah. Well, he hasn't been in town like 20-something years. <laughs> we used to go to school together over here. He went, he left, and he hasn't come back since. Best decision he ever made, he yeah, said. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> no, we always, kept, we always kept in touch though, through we Facebook and that stuff. Amazon headquarters over here, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the one thing we could have brought up but we forgot to bring up. Let's bring that up real quick. Yes, uh, Montreal's out of the running for bringing Amazon headquarters. Um, Want to know why? High tax in French. Quebec laws. Yeah, Quebec laws. We have laws here where everything has to be in French. And um, we have high taxes too. So no one wants to deal with that. So that's why Toronto. This out since the 60s. That's what I'm telling you. Most likely Toronto is going to get it. I think Toronto is going to get it. They're most likely going to get it. So that's another loss for Montreal. We've been losing since uh, the 1960s. What's another loss? I wanted to work in Amazon so bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there there is a sorting place over here, but I don't know exactly. Where. But want one, the real deal. You want the head office. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you everyone for the support. So like I said, I'm working on the website, work, 
Um, work, 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 work. Have a couple of stuff in the pipeline for interviews we have coming up in the next month. Um, so stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, if you get, like I said before, if anyone in Montreal that wants to promote something, something positive, something that you know you feel needs an extra push, work in this city, we will support you. Damn right, we will support you fully. Um, so that's my piece. We're all about pushing each other forward, man. That's right. 2018, we got to hit the ground running, baby. Oh, and if we also have some online people, that's probably not in Montreal, anywhere in the States. If you guys want to guess, don't uh, don't hesitate. I could link us up. We could do an interview through Skype, through anything, like whatever you guys want to do. Because I saw a lot of people have been like, interested. Like, oh, you guys sound really good. Maybe we could guest star on this. I'm like, hey, if you want to guest star, cool. We're vetting everyone. <laughs> I don't like people that I'm playing, bro. All right, everyone. That's, uh, and that's it. So we will see you all next week. And uh, oh, we'll, we'll start. Got to let them know how they can reach us, you know? Oh, yeah. As yeah, always, yeah. you can yeah. find us on Facebook, Don't Be Mad Podcast. On Twitter, same thing, Don't Be Mad Pod. You can find us on Instagram, Don't, don't Be, Mad, be Pod. Mad Pod. Same thing. And uh, where else? Where else? Uh, the email is still a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, the email's still good. You can still reach it through email. Don't be mad at the connect.ca. You know, good to go. Obviously, we can't tell you the website, so... The website's still going to be called the connect.ca. When you go on it, it's going to tell you it's under construction. But once it's open, you will see the noticeable difference. <laughs> Trust and like, me. I always plead to you, you know, do a little lobbying, you know, share us. Share us, subscribe. Like us. Rate us on rate iTunes. Us, you know, tell your friend. Tell your enemies, yeah. tell your mommy, tell your doggy, you know, tell everyone. Or on TuneIn, Stitcher. You know, best thing to do, just just grab your friend's phone and just subscribe for them. That would be nice. Just let, let them know what they're missing by just subscribing it for them. So then they could be like, you know what? Yeah, man, this is this is a good podcast. I, I don't know how it got on my phone, but I like that <laughs> it's like on it, my yeah. phone. You know, they're just like pleasantly surprised with the weekly updates. Yeah, so like we're on iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, iTunes. Everything that you can listen to podcasts to, we're on it. Except for SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud, because we're not sure if SoundCloud's going to die or not. So, we don't know. We're on the ones that matter. Yeah, so we're seeing. If SoundCloud survives somehow past a couple months, then okay. We'll we consider it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so and you can reach me at uh, on um, Twitter and Instagram, uh, JJNBA. Just look for those two and you'll, you'll be able to find me. You can find me on Twitter at LeftyLucky underscore. Uh, don't worry about the other socials. <laughs> you don't know I'm finding you. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, it's good. Don't worry about the other socials. <laughs> Get to look now. You can find me on Twitter, baby. You find me on Twitter, then uh, you can shoot the DM and then ask for the other socials. And depending on how good you look, maybe I'll, I'll shoot you the real one. This dude has a vetting process. Jesus, I vet everything now. <laughs> I vet everything about that one. He's one of those. Uh... I vet my grapes before I put them in my mouth. Okay, come on. <laughs> vet. All right, folks. So have a great week. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. And we will see you all next week. Do us all a favor. Don't be mad this week. Peace. Peace.